Good morning and happy Mother's Day for those of you that are mothers and um, welcome to the rest of you. As, as my husband shared, I, I am a mother of, of five children um, from the ages of 18 through 8. Um, but in my heart of hearts, um, I, I, I am a mother of six because I know that um, when I get to heaven, I have a baby. I had a miscarriage, and so I have a baby in heaven that I'm going to get to meet, so I know I am a mother of six. And so I want to. I also want to say Happy Mother's Day to those of you who, who at one point or another you have lost a baby, and maybe you haven't had that baby in your arms, but know that you are a mom, and that one day you will meet your children when you get to heaven. And so um, I'm thankful for the call of God in my life to be a mother, to be a wife, to be who he's called me to be. And so when I got the pleasant surprise that I was going to be um, sharing the word with you this morning, um, you know, I just kind of went to the Lord and say, Lord, you know, what would you, what would you like me to share? What's on your heart? for our church, you know, do, do I continue what he's been preaching, I, you know, what's this going to look like, and, and the Lord was, was gracious enough to speak to my heart, and, and I want to share with you just a couple of thoughts about Mary, Mary, the mother of Jesus, I mean, obviously a, a very familiar figure from the Bible, usually we talk about Mary and the passage of the Bible that we're going to share on, um, during Christmas time, right, um, and and then not the rest of the year. But today we're going to talk about about Mary and and those first few um, instances where we hear about her and her experience with God. So if you have your Bible with you, would you open your Bible to the book of Luke, Luke chapter one, and we're going to be sharing um, from that passage. And the word of God says in the book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 26, it says, In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of God will never fail. And I love this verse, so will you read it along with me? Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. And I was just kind of taken aback when I read verse 38, 
just her response to the Lord, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. I mean, she just had this, like, incredible experience where the angel of the Lord appeared before her. And I, I just try to imagine, like, what was that like? I, 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 have, I just, I don't know that I could fully grasp that. But can you imagine standing, being somewhere, and then this angel of the Lord, and, and they know your name, and, and I, mean, I probably would pass out. And the Bible does speak that she was, you know, kind of disturbed and confused, and, and the angel had to say, don't, don't be afraid, and as he gave his word to her. And I couldn't help but, but compare it to the first part of chapter 1 where, where in that part we, we hear about Zacharias and, and Zechariah, and he was um, John the Baptist's father, and he had an encounter with an angel as well. Um, he and his wife, had Elizabeth, had been older in age, and, and they had no children, and all of a sudden when he was um, doing the, his priestly duties, an angel of the Lord appeared to him and, and told them that they would be having a child. And then I loved his response. His response was like, I'm Zacharias, like an old man. Like, don't you know? Like, don't, don't you know my story? And the angel goes, well, I'm Gabriel. Like, don't you know I'm sent by the Lord? And, and, and so it was, you know, this, I, I mean, I, I don't know if it was like that, but to me it was like such an interesting exchange. And, and then, then due to that exchange, and I think kind of his unbelief, the, the word of God says that, that he wasn't able to speak until the day of the birth of John the Baptist. And to me it was just like what, what a difference, you know, um, in a response to the Lord. And I can't help but try to imagine what kind of person was Mary? That when the angel of the Lord appeared before her, she just had such a, a pliant heart before the Lord, a heart that was able to, to maybe be afraid, maybe be like, I don't know what this is all about, but it's you, God, so let it be so. And, and it just it challenged me. Because if you, if you read the words of the angel, the angel used vocabulary that if you lived during those times, it was vocabulary, it was words that were associated with the Messiah. When he says in, in, in a couple of the verses, he will be the son of the most high. He will be, you know, he says he will be called the son of God. The, those were words that at that time, if you knew the scripture, were associated with, with prophecy, with the scripture. And I'm sure Mary was like, I know these words. I've heard these words before. They, they, this is talking about the Messiah. And, and that she was able to, in, in some sense, process that digest that and know that in her heart that that's that's where it was coming from and be open to receive what God had for her and it just challenged me to say Lord am I walking my life in such a way that whenever you would come to speak to me you know I mean I, I can honestly tell you an angel has not appeared to me you know, God speaks to us um, in, in, in different ways, whether it's through his word or, or sometimes you just, you know, get a, a, an impression or something. I've never heard also, I can't tell you, I've heard the audible voice of the Lord speak to me, but, but sometimes you just, you just get this impression up upon your heart and, and it, it works with the, 
you know, with the voice of God. And I'm like, am I walking my life in such a way that if you were appeared to me or I hear from you that I'm like, okay, Lord, yes, let it be so. And, and that is just a challenge for us this morning because when God came to call upon Mary's heart, she was able to answer. She accepted at that moment the call to be Jesus' mother. She trusted, she accepted. At that moment, she said yes. She was going to accept to trust God through whatever trial, through whatever challenge that came. You know, God didn't come and say, okay, well, here's the manual, okay? Open it to chapter 1, and this is what it's going to look like. And, and, and gave her the whole book. I am really horrible. I read the end of the book. I completely will go to the end of the book and find out what happens and then have like, oh, okay, this is a good ending. I, can, I have peace through it all no matter what happens. I will also watch movies, and thankfully I, can, I like will fast forward to the end and be like, oh, okay, I like that ending. I can watch it now. And if I don't like the ending, I won't watch it. I'll be like, I can't put myself through all that emotional roller coaster and not like the ending at all. No way. I need to know the end. I don't know who else is with you. And just to know that Mary was so open and pliable before the Lord, we can learn from Mary's life to be open to surrendering all that we are before him. Mary said yes to the Lord, knowing that whatever came her way, she would find strength in her faith. Because you see, she wasn't, she, she was a young woman who was engaged to be married. I mean, it was kind of a really impossible situation, a very sticky, difficult situation. She had, there had already been some sort of um, mutual agreement between the families that, that Mary and Joseph would, would eventually get married. And they had already gone progressed to the second step where they were actually engaged. They were in such a re committed relationship that the only way to break this apart would be for there to be a divorce, which would be a scandal. She knew where she was at, yet there was something in her spirit that recognized that God was speaking to her, that God was calling to her. And when God came to her, she responded with faith and trusting the Lord for whatever came her way. And not knowing what that outcome would mean, she just said, it's you, Lord. I obey. I go. And so we learn that when God comes into our life, we respond to him with faith and obedience. And motherhood for me has certainly been one of the areas where, where God has challenged me and called on me. And I've had sometimes no choice but to respond in faith. I've had no choice but to respond in obedience to the different situations where God has placed me. And I just wrote a little something about what motherhood means to me. And this is what I wrote. I have always loved children but I never imagined what motherhood would be like. 18 years and five kids later, I can say that motherhood is a journey of overwhelming emotions, heart-wrenching moments, and loud, fun-filled adventures. There are no words to describe the way my heart felt when each of my children were placed in my arms for the first time. I was elated and terrified all in one. 
My heart was broken when I, when I suffered a missed miscarriage. It was heart-wrenching to see my child be wheeled into the operating room. I felt utterly helpless. Then there are the loud, fun-filled adventures with my kids. The memories of a six-state road trip over two weeks are ones I will treasure forever. So the question is, would I do this again knowing what I now know? Yes. This journey has led me to depend on Jesus more than ever. And it has taught me to love deeper and wider than I ever thought I could. It's shown me how to laugh and enjoy life's precious moments. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. And that's kind of my personal take on, on being a mother. But also, um, we've had an experience as a family. And, and some of you have, have heard us share this many times where we really had to respond to the Lord through, through faith and obedience and not knowing what the outcome would be. Um, we were, we were a, a family of six, which is like a perfectly round number. And I love it because when you go to um, theme parks, you, everybody has a partner. So I really, really love that. And so I was happy. I had two boys. I had two girls. My youngest was out of diapers. Yay. And, and I think they were sleeping through the night. I mean, I vividly remember one day when I woke up and I remember, the, I mean, I, I can see the window. I can see the sun shining on my face when I woke up. And I got up and I said, oh, it's 7 in the morning. I closed my eyes at like 10 p.m. last night. Nobody woke me up. Nobody cried. Nobody came to my room. Oh, my goodness. It was like the first time in eight years that I had completely slept through the night. It was amazing. So I was like in an amazing season of life. Um, we, we got rid of the high chair. We got rid. We still had car seats because I was kind of like a car seat crazy mom. Um, my oldest, like, don't tell him. He's not in here, is he? He was in a car seat till he was nine in the fourth grade. But he was safe. He was safe. And I didn't turn them around till they were like three. They could have had broken legs, but their neck would be safe. Okay? So, I was, yeah, that was the kind of mom I was. No more car seats. Well, no, we do have a booster. We do have a booster in every car. Um, and they can't ride in the front seat until they're 13. Because there is something that happens in their bones that are able to take a, a, a certain hit in the front seat, and that's why they're all in the back seat till they turn 13. So anyways, that's a tip on motherhood. We can talk later if you have more questions about that. But um, we, I was just cruising. You know, you get to that state where you're like, okay, we're at a good, we're at a good spot, and, and, and life is just nice, you know, nice. And um, I remember a, a family close to us adopted a little girl. And I, I remember interacting with this little girl and knowing her. And I just had this, this incredible love for her. And it, I, I just, I, I, and to me, I was like, she's kind of like a total stranger. But I just love her. Like, I, I just did. I had an incredible love for her. And I remember I would just drive, and I, would, I, was, I started thinking, how does it feel to love a child that wasn't in your womb. How would, how would that feel? Like, would I hold this baby 
and have that same, you know, connection as when I carried all my other babies. So I'd be like, eh, and I would carry on with life. But time and time, I would just visit the subject time and time in, in my head. And I never told anybody because I actually, to be honest, that subject had come up in our household, and I was kind of like, you know, I'm thankful for, for the children God has brought. That's just kind of not a road for us. You know, it, it's not a thing. And so I, I just continued on, on my journey, and, and that was just, I don't know, a conversation with the Lord that, that I have. I don't know if you talk to God like that, but I do. And so it was just conversations with the Lord about that subject. And then I remember that summer, all of a sudden, again, but it was different. I started waking up at 2, 3 in the morning. And, and, and I wasn't tired. It wasn't a baby. You know, it wasn't anything. It wasn't like, oh, my stomach hurts or anything like that. It was just, again, this sense, this, this impression of you need to pray. And I was like, pray? I can pray. Lord, thank you for my life. You know, speak to me. Reveal your word to me. Protect me. Show me this. You know, you'd be like, in Jesus' name, amen. And you're like ready to like, okay, we're going to go to bed now. No, pray. Lord, Jeff is here. You know, it, it, reveal your will to me. Protect him. Surround him with your presence. Protect him. It, you know, just bless him. Amen. Pray. Lord, my five children, Caleb, Sophia, Isabella, David. That was four. <laughs> I only had four. Bless them, protect, you know, just pray. My mom, my dad, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, pray. My brothers, their wives, my nephews, pray. My brother-in-laws, my sister-in-laws, their kids too, pray. The church, the church, the people in the church, bless the church, pray. The world, bless the world, you know, the government. You know, I was just, I, you just go, I, I just, I couldn't, I didn't sense a release to stop praying. And, and, and it was like, no, pray. And I was like, and, and at that moment, it, there was something deep inside of me that started praying. And, and then it was in my spirit, this deep cry. And, 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 and for those of us who believe in the infilling of the Holy Spirit in my spiritual tongues, just praying, saying, I, I don't know with, with my language skills what I'm praying for, but the spirit within me just crying out to the Lord and, and speaking to the Lord. And it was like when I would get to that point, it was like the Lord was like, you got it. And I would do that for, for a moment, and then the Lord would be like, okay. Go to sleep. All right. And I go to sleep. And it started happening like two to three times per week. And and it was just a season in my life where, you know, at different times, God, God has just worked in my life in different ways that I thought, okay, Lord, like, this is how you wanted, you know, speak into my life. I, I will do that. I will pray. And it was three months. It was just a whole summer of praying 
never really having a direction, a clue of why I was praying, but I could sense just my spirit, spirit just praying to the Lord. And it happened, and, and that was the summer that we had our two-week um, road trip. Oh, my gosh, it was amazing. For those of you, like, that don't do road trips, honestly, I love road trips. They it, it, it were amazing. I loved that road trip. I would do it again. Um, but, and then I remember October, the month of October came. And it was October 15. I'll never forget the phone rang. And I answered it, and they said, Evelyn, there was a baby boy that was born. This baby needs a home. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And my heart was just leaping out of my body. I mean, not necessarily. I can't very vivid here. Um, um, it wasn't, but you know what I mean. It was just, you know, beating like, oh, my goodness. And I call my husband, and I go, guess what? A baby was born, and he needs a home. And he was kind of like, is this? Evelyn, is this my wife, mother of four kids who was like done having, you know, <laughs> yesterday? And I was like, yes. I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, and, and it was like, and, and we kind of expressed an interest, like maybe, you know, we're open to it. And the next morning I got a call and they were like, okay, like if you, if you guys are going to say yes, we need to know now. And I was like, now? They're like, yes, now. And I was like, Jeff isn't here. I'm alone. What do I do? And they're like, well, you got an hour. Okay. I hung up. I called Jeff, and he was out running errands, and I said, they called, and they, they need to know now. And he was like, okay, you pray. I'll pray. As soon as I'm done, I'm heading home. And I was like, okay. And so I started, I literally remember pacing in my living room up and down and pacing. And, and he came home, and, and, and as a good wife as I am, you know, the door opened, and I'm like, oh, you man of God, what has the Lord spoken to you? <laughs> and he looks at me, he goes, yes, the Lord spoke to me. I said, okay, what? What has the Lord said? You know, I am, I am obedient to whatever God told you. He said, the Lord spoke to me, but I want to hear what he told you first. I was like, oh, seriously? I was like, I said, I don't, I don't have answers. I said, I don't know. I have questions. I said, I have a lot of questions. I said, what, you know, what if, what if, like, this happens? I said, what, what if, like, the situation doesn't turn out well? What about this? What about that? What if it doesn't work out? I'm like, who in their right mind, after having four kids, says yes to another one? I looked at him, and I remember, I said, saying yes means being, having faith. Saying yes means taking a step of obedience. I said, that's, that's what it means to me. And he looked at me, and I remember that look. He goes, Evelyn, he said, isn't that how we have lived all of our lives? Haven't we taken every step in our marriage by being, by believing in him and being obedient. When everyone else has said, why are they doing that? You and I have said yes, because it's been having faith and being obedient. And I looked at him and I said, well, then we know the answer. The answer is yes. And I picked up the phone at that moment and I called and I said, our answer is yes. 
And obviously that begun a process, a, a legal process, a, you know, because we were, we were, were saying yes to begin a process. We were si saying yes to opening up our home. We were saying yes to loving and accepting, not knowing anything else at that moment. And um, over the weekend, we didn't know anything, but in my heart of heart, I was praying for this little boy. I knew he was in a NICU somewhere, and I was saying, Lord, love on that child. I was like, Lord, send the doctors, send the nurses. Thankful for doctors and nurses because my baby boy was there alone. And I was like, would you just care for him? Would you just love on him? And on that Monday morning, we got a phone call. They said, well, we're on our way. I was like, Okay, well, that was fast. <laughs> All right, and, and thankful for babies are us. Thankful for my mother-in-law because we had to go buy everything and get the house ready and be ready for a child. And, and I remember we were kind of pacing in front of the door and going back and forth, and the car pulls up, and we're like, oh, my God, he's here. He's here. Oh, my gosh, he's here. He's here. And she comes in, and she hands me this car seat that's covered with a blanket. And you see, for every four of my pregnancies, I said, Lord, would you give me a child that looks like Jeff? And I, I, I well, you obviously have heard me share. I'm just, it, the Lord and I have this relationship, you know, going, communication going. And, but see, those were my specific words. Give me a child that looks like Jeff. I wasn't specific. That's all I said. And as a matter of fact, I have a child who's in the back, David. David is just like Jeff. He just happens to have brown hair and brown eyes. But they are like drops of each other in the way they walk and the way they talk and the way they do things. And, you know, it was just kind of like, I mean, I love my children. They are all beautiful. I am a, a handsome and beautiful. love all of my children. And, you know, but that was just, I don't know, a silly prayer of my heart, if you will. And I remember that morning, I went to this car seat and I lift up that receiving blanket and I look at this six pound five ounce child and he was blonde and he opened his eyes and he had blue eyes and I was like oh Lord you answered this prayer of my heart I was like oh my gosh and I remember at that moment I took off the car seat straps and I lifted him up, and I held him to my chest. And in that moment, the Lord spoke to me, and he said, Evelyn, do you remember all those nights when you were praying? Night after night, all those weeks, it was for this child you were praying for. It was for this child you stood in the gap for. I didn't knit him in your womb, but I knit him in your heart. He is yours. And he has been here. We are eight years later. One of the biggest blessings to my life, to our life. But when we said yes, nine years ago almost, we didn't know what that would look like. He is ours, completely ours. I mean, God is so perfect. It was exactly nine months later that he became legally ours. And, and, and we didn't know what we were saying yes to. We just know that at that moment, that day, God was calling us to have faith in what he would do.
and to obey him no matter what would happen. There were no guarantees that he would stay with us forever. And the story goes on longer. We had up and down roller coaster moment of not knowing what would happen. Yet we were called to love him and accept him because this child deserved the very best that we had to give. And so we did that for him. And so I'm just reminded of how many times have you and I received a prompting from the Lord. And the Lord calls you and he beckons you to do different things. And, and, and we're just like, eh. You know, Lord, I just had a family portrait session with four kids that we shelled out about 400 bucks. Only got 10 pictures, you know. And we got the big picture to hang, so adding another child will really mess that up. But how many times has God spoken to you? And just that prompting, you're like, it, it doesn't fit into my plan, Lord. I, ju I just, I don't know what that's going to look like on the other side, Lord. This is safe. This is safe. This is comfortable. I'd like to stay right here, if you will. And it's funny, I actually said this in all the other services, but I said, sometimes how many of you have heard the announcement for El Camino Christian College about furthering your education? And, and you know, as the announcement, there's something in your heart or when you walk by the table and you're like, eh, I'm too old. I don't have the money. And the Lord is just saying, mm, how about you say yes? How about you approach the table? Because God is calling you into something else. And you don't have to have it all figured out. You just have to trust that it is he that is calling you. And be obedient to walk through whatever God has called you to be. Can we learn from Mary's example that whatever God is calling you to, whatever opportunities come from your way, and you know, oh, my goodness, this cannot be anything but God. But you're like, I don't know. It doesn't fit. I, I don't know. I don't know. And, and you're like me. All you have is questions because God is not showing you the end. You can't fast forward and say, Lord, can we watch the last episode, please, to see if I like how this is going to play out? And then if I do, we can, we can work on it together, Lord. God is saying no. It's episode one. Will you sit down with me and take this journey? Without having guarantees, without knowing what's on the other side, maybe it works out, maybe it doesn't, but maybe, just maybe, there's something that God's working in your heart that he wants to show you. See, at that moment, Mary, Mary didn't know what she was saying yes to. She didn't know that 33 years later she would be sobbing, watching her son get nailed to a cross, being crucified. I mean, deep in her spirit she would know, but that pain would still be there. There were so many unknowns for Mary, but she knew who was calling her. She knew who was calling her. So when God calls you, how will you respond? Will you respond like Mary responded and say, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true.
May that be our response. May that be our prayer to whenever the Lord comes and calls on us. Would you rise to your feet at this time? I would like to pray. If there are some of you in your room who, you know what, you just, you just recognize that there are times or even now you know that the Lord has come and, and, and has prompted you, has shown you, has, has nudged your heart. You just felt the, and you look and you're like, nah, 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 that went, that, nah, no, that's not, no, 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 no. You keep on walking, you keep on going. And if you would be here to say, yeah, I recognize that. I think there's times that the Lord has spoken to me, whether it's, it's to speak to somebody, maybe it's just to reach out to someone. Maybe simple little things or big job promotion things or going to school or, or saying yes to different opportunities that come your way. I don't know what it's been like for you. And you would stand here today and say, I want to be like Mary. I want my heart to have such a posture that when, this, when he comes, I recognize his voice. I recognize, I recognize that, yes, that's, that is the Lord speaking to me. And I'm going to trust that what he has in store for me will be good because I know him. Because I know his promises to be yes and amen. Because I know that his love never ceases. Because I know that his mercies are new every morning. And we trust his word and we trust his presence. No matter what the steps are. And maybe we don't know them, but we trust him. And so we respond to him in faith and obedience. If that is you today or you want to say, please pray for me because that's how I want to respond to the Lord. Please raise your hand and allow me to pray for you this morning. Father God, we come to you today. Lord, and I pray for specifically for those that have raised their hands this morning, Lord God, recognizing that there have been moments in their lives, Lord Jesus, where you have spoken to them, where you are calling them to respond to you, whether it's through action, through word, Lord God, and they need to have the faith, Lord God, and the obedience to step out and do the things that you have called them to do. Lord, at this time, I pray that you would grace them with your boldness, boldness Lord Jesus to step out in faith to walk and do what you've called them to do oh Lord Jesus we live in a world where we need to have it all figured out we want to see the end in things but today we choose to trust you oh Lord we choose to posture ourselves or God in such a way that what matters is your voice speaking into our lives and that our response will be one of yes do your will in our lives, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen.